Hi, this is Sue Burke. Welcome to my podcast. I hate to be a whiner, but I'm pretty tired of 2020. I think 2021 will be better. And that's why I've compiled a list of the top 12 astronomy events in 2021. From meteor showers to lunar eclipses and solar eclipses, with chances to see Mercury in the horizon and Saturn in opposition, these astronomical events are happening, no matter what's going on with us humans. They'll be spectacular and require nothing but a clear sky. So let's get outside and do some STEM at home activities, meaning look for the 12 top astronomy events for 2021. The Quadratids, which I have trouble pronouncing, is the first meteor shower of the year and it peaks on January 3rd to 4th, 2021. Meteors are what create shooting stars. They leave lovely streaks of light in the sky. Meteors are not stars, of course. They are pieces of rock floating in space. They burn up if they happen to enter the Earth's atmosphere. The Quadratids peak in the dawn hours on January 4th. 60 to 100 meteors can be seen per hour. This is considered an above average meteor shower. They're best viewed in the Northern Hemisphere. Unlike most meteor showers, which originate from comets that have orbits around the Sun, the Quadratids originate from an asteroid. The asteroid is named 2003 EH1, which is, in my opinion, a dumb name. Anyway, go out during the wee hours before dawn on January 4th, and you will see some beautiful meteors. The planet Mercury is visible on March 6th. I find that the planet Mercury is very difficult to see. It's often cited as the most difficult of the five brightest naked eye planets. It isn't because Mercury isn't bright, it's because Mercury orbits so close to our sun. And that means we need to catch Mercury low in the sky as the sun sets. We don't have total darkness until the sun drops 18 degrees below the horizon. But you need to catch Mercury when the sun is only six degrees below the horizon, so it's not quite dark yet. And that makes it tricky. So on the morning of March 6th, look for the planet low in the eastern sky just before sunrise. I have a link on my website and you can look up your sunrise time on March 6th. Now if you miss this on March 6th, just email me because there are five other dates for viewing Mercury in 2021. There are two supermoons in two months in a row on April 27th and May 26th. What is so great about a supermoon as opposed to a regular full moon? Well, I'm going to tell you. To understand the term supermoon, we need to know that the moon orbits the Earth in an ellipse. An ellipse is an oval. So, the closest point in an elliptical orbit to the Earth is called a perigee. And when a full moon appears at perigee, it is bigger and brighter than a regular full moon. A supermoon, or perigee full moon, is 14% larger than a, a regular full moon. Comparing a supermoon with a typical full moon from memory is very difficult, so no one is generally as impressed as they would be if they could have a side-by-side -side comparison. The takeaway for me is go outside after dark 
and impress someone with your knowledge of the astronomical term perigree and the 14% stat. There is going to be a total lunar eclipse, coincidentally, on May 26th, the night of one of the supermoons. So it's kind of a big day for astronomical events. What is a total lunar eclipse? A total lunar eclipse occurs when the moon passes completely through the Earth's shadow. The moon is in the Earth's shadow, viewed from the dark side of Earth. The moon will get darker and take on a blood-red color. The red color is due to sunlight filtered and refracted by the Earth's atmosphere. I have a visibility chart for seeing the full lunar eclipse on May 26th on my website. But many, many, many people are going to be able to see it, which is great. Unlike solar eclipses, which require special glasses, and can only be seen for a few short minutes, a total lunar eclipse can be seen for an hour or more by anyone on the nighttime side of Earth. My fingers are crossed for clear skies on May 26th. Interestingly, an eclipse never comes alone. A solar eclipse always occurs about two weeks after a lunar eclipse. Solar eclipses occur when the shadow of the moon blocks the sun. So the moon passes between the sun and the Earth. I've got this really great chart on my website that explains it. So solar eclipses occur when the shadow of the moon blocks the sun. Lunar eclipses occur when the shadow of the Earth blocks the sun. The solar eclipse on June 10th, let's see, yeah, June 10th, is an annular solar eclipse. This means the moon's orbit is going to line up between the sun and the Earth, but the moon in its orbit is a little farther away from the sun, so not at perigee, and so its shadow won't completely cover the sun. So people that can view it on Earth will see a cool ring around the Earth, around the moon. I have a link on my website to check about uh, specific viewing times and NASA safety protocol because nobody's supposed to stare at the sun, obviously. There's one more supermoon of 2021 on June 24th. So if you miss the ones on April 27th and May 26th, you have another chance. Saturn is at opposition on August 2nd. What the heck does opposition mean? When a planet is at opposition, the Earth is in the middle of a line between an outer planet and the sun. Earth is right in the middle. As the sun drops below the horizon, the planet pops up. It's exactly a 180 degree lineup. They are opposite. Opposition never happens with Venus and Mercury. Their orbits are closer to the sun than Earth, so they can never appear opposite the sun in our sky. Planets at opposition are bright, partially because it's around then that they're closer to us, perigee again, and also at opposition, the outer planet's fully lighted face, or day side, faces us most directly. As a result, it appears fully illuminated by the sun. So go outside after dark on August 2nd and remember to look east for Saturn because the sun will be setting in the west and Saturn will be exactly opposite. On August 12th to 13th is my favorite meteor shower, the Persids. The Geminids are the king of the meteor showers, but the Persids are the brightest, faster, meteors make them brighter. Plus, I love being outside on a summer night. So, how to watch a meteor shower. 
If it's not cloudy, pick an, an observing spot away from bright lights, lay on your back, and look up. No special equipment is needed. In fact, it's contraindicated. Be sure to let your eyes become adjusted to the dark. It will take about 30 minutes. And stay off your phone because the screen will ruin your night vision. The color a meteor produces as it burns up in the atmosphere is mainly determined by two things, its speed and its chemical composition. Speed is important because in general, the faster a meteor is traveling, the brighter it will be and the less color it will show. But these persets are really cool because they're so bright and flary. So go outside after dark, get comfy, and look up. You'll see meteors anytime between August 9th and 13th. The peak or best night is August 12th. There's another eclipse on November 19th, a partial lunar eclipse. I have a chart on my website that shows if you'll be able to see this or not. Many of you will. I also have a link so that you can convert your time uh, so that you know exactly when you'll be able to see the peak. This partial lunar eclipse is going to be 97% covered at peak, the moon covered. So it's well worth going outside because it's going to be almost a total eclipse. There is a total solar eclipse on December 4th. Remember that lunar and solar eclipses follow each other about two weeks apart. And some years have no eclipses, so I'm including all four in the top 12 astronomy events. Since this is a total eclipse, the moon completely blocks the sun. There won't be any ring around the moon with the sun peeking through. At totality, a fortunate few will be able to see the corona, which is the beautiful outer atmosphere of the sun. Unfortunately, this one doesn't have, doesn't, uh, the path of the moon's shadow across the earth doesn't have across uh, a large population. Mostly it will be seen in Antarctica, which is unfortunate, but there is a total solar eclipse crossing much more populated areas on April 8th, 2024. Obviously, we're not going to talk about that anymore today. The last cool event of 2021 that I like is the Geminids meteor shower. They are considered the best meteor shower in the heavens because they produce 120 multicolored meteors in an hour. These are a little bit slower, so they, you are able to distinguish the colors more readily. The Geminids are produced by debris left behind from an asteroid 3200, I don't even want to try to pronounce it, but it was discovered in 1982. Anyway, here's a coincidence. The Geminids peak on December 13th and 14th in both 2021 and 2020. So go outside after midnight with comfy clothes and look up. You can try viewing them anytime between December 7th and 17th. They have a far less stringent viewing time than the quadrinids. I know this was a lot of information, but you can check my website for links and viewing times and to review. Thanks for stopping by. I hope to see you soon. Take care.